So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. I am beyond excited, beyond thrilled to share with you this amazing guest that is coming on tonight, Dr. Ruben West. He's an amazing young man, has achieved so much, is a man of such incredible integrity and character that I just can't wait for you to meet him. And we'll meet him very, very soon. Real quick, the Mind Body Business Show. This is a show by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. And in my now 55 years on this planet, I spent the last 10 or so just studying successful people, not all people, just successful people, trying to figure out what was it about them that gave them a greater level of success of people like myself and others. And over that course of studying, these are people I knew either personally that I met or from books that I read that I never met or from books that I read and the authors who I did meet and seminars and, and the like. And what I started to find were patterns. There were three patterns that kept bubbling up to the top for every one of these individuals that had achieved that level of success that I strive to achieve, to, to uh, attain. And you can probably guess what those three patterns of success, uh, it's mind, body, and business. Mind being mindset. And we have an absolute expert on this topic. You guessed who it is, Dr. Ruben West is coming on, that we're gonna talk about mindset and it's an amazing, amazing thing that you must master if you wish to succeed, not just in business, but in life. I call it the foundation of where you are now. If you are successful or you're not, it's 100% due to what's going on up in your beautiful brain, and they're all beautiful, no matter where you are. And body, that's about actually taking care of yourself physically and nutritionally, literally, because the mind and body are a team. And more importantly, I like to say, the mind and body are your team. And though if, if there's a team playing a sport, maybe there's five players, maybe basketball is coming back. Let's talk about basketball. Five players. One of those players decided not to stay in shape during this lockdown. And then they start and they go back and they're playing. Well, one player who did not achieve peak level performance before he came back to play then affected the entire team. So if one member of the team isn't operating at a top level, the entire team suffers. So mind and body are equally as important. And then there's business. That's one of my faves, all of them. All of them are my favorites, but business is so multifaceted. You need to learn and master skill sets like sales, marketing, systematizing, team building, leadership. The list goes on and on and on and on. The good news is that you don't actually have to master every one of those personally. If you just master one, and I mentioned it, it was one of the ones I mentioned, that's leadership, then you can easily bring in those who have mastered those skill sets into your team and absolutely crush it in your business. So that's what we're here to discuss on this show. Each and every week that we go live, we have amazing guest experts like Dr. Ruben West, who's coming on. And one final note of successful people, what do they do on a regular basis that I found over and over again is that they are voracious readers of books, not just any books, books that actually help and serve them and feed their mind something positive and keep them moving forward in their business and in their personal lives. And with that, I wanna quickly segue over into a little segment I affectionately call Bookmarks. Bookmarks, born to read. Bookmarks, ready, steady, read. Bookmarks, brought to you by reachyourpeaklibrary.com. Yeah, there you see reachyourpeaklibrary.com. Now, hold on just a second, if you would. Rather than giving into that temptation of jumping on a different browser tab and going to that website, please hold on and do something a little bit different. Grab out that old-fashioned parchment, you know, that thing that's called paper, and then maybe even grab a writing instrument and take notes. 
So write down the values, the resources that are going to be given to you throughout the night, because there will be many, I promise you, especially once Dr. Ruben West comes on. No kidding, no doubt. And so write them down and then visit them after the show, because here's the thing. The magic happens in the room. Yes, it's a virtual room, but it happens in the room. And I would just hate for you to get sidetracked mentally going off and looking at a website. And then Dr. Ruben West gives you that one nugget that would have changed your life forever. So please do yourself a favor and stay with us throughout the entire show. Take notes, engage with us, comment, like, love, and ask questions as well. All right, Reach Your Peak Library, that is a website I had developed with you in mind. And I'm not kidding when I tell you this. This was 100% for you. I did not start reading until um, my mid-40s. I am 55 now. I did not take it seriously until then. And then once I learned about this thing called Audible, <laughs> where I could listen to books, that was it. I took off and started reading books like you would not believe. And these are every book that is on this site are books I have personally read and I vet them, meaning they had some positive and sometimes often profound effect on my life, either business or personal. And if there, not every book is on this list that I've ever read, by the way. So these are the creme de la creme and more being added all the time. There are roughly 40 books on here or so right now. We're going to be adding about 15 or 20 more that I just am catching up. But the purpose of this is for you. If you're uncertain about the next read to go grab a book, you can just come to this site and just my advice is scroll through it and whichever one jumps out at you first and read the description fits a need or fits something that you know you want to actually address in your life. Don't scroll anymore. Just grab it. Take action. Just grab it. This is not, by the way, meant for making money. This website. Yes, those are affiliate links tied to those buttons. I'll make, I don't even know what I make. A couple of pennies, maybe a dollar. I have no idea. I just, I have a discipline. If there's anything I ever refer to anyone ever, I always look to see if there's an affiliate program with it. If there is, I put a link there. It's a discipline I have for myself and my business, no matter what. And so it's just there. It's a habit. And so just wanted to be completely straight with all of you and you pay no more for it than if you had done it straight through Amazon. And you can do that too. Find a book, go straight to Amazon, search it up, buy it that way. Just read. I don't care how you get it. Just get it and read it. <sighs> all right. I'm all pumped and we haven't even brought our guest on. So guess what? It's time to get pumped squared. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's bring on our very special guest expert, Dr. Ruben West. Here we go. It's time for the Guest Expert Spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there he is, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Dr. Ruben West. Hey, Dr. West, how are you doing this evening, my buddy? Absolutely fabulous, fabulous, and thank you for allowing me to be a guest on your show. Oh, man. So we have celebrity in the house right now, ladies and gentlemen. It's not me. It's this this young man right here. Amazing, amazing guy. Uh, before I bring him on and formally introduce him, which, my gosh, I know you've waited a long time already, but real quick, stay on live to the very end, and you can win a five-night stay to a five-star luxury resort. Compliments of our sponsors, the Big Insider Secrets. If you're watching on video, it's on the upper right of your screen. And we give that away every single show. As so stay on to the end, and we will show you exactly how to enter, and you will have a chance to win that. So with that, let's bring on this amazing human being right here onto the show formally. Dr. Ruben West is truly a one-of-a-kind speaker and live event personality. He has traveled the world motivating, inspiring, educating, and impacting audience members in a way that is unforgettable. He has the unique ability to challenge individuals to take a personal inventory, think outside the box, and strive for new levels of excellence. I'm already, I'm ready. Let's go. Dr. West has created international influence and received global recognition for his work. And now I give to you, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Ruben West. Thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate you. Absolutely. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, and we were talking for just a little while before we went on, and you're an amazing guy. I'll just say it straight out. There, there are very few, I hate to say that, but there are very few like you that I run into. There are many that come close, but none that come that, that hit that echelon that you have hit. And what I'm talking about is your level 
of integrity and character. That means more to me than skills, talents, or anything with any person that I meet. Uh, but you also have all of that as well. The skills, the talents, the education, the life experience, uh, leadership, speaking, personal development. You've got the whole package. And I am just beyond blessed to have you on this show. And what I like to open up with, uh, Dr. West, is you know the, the accolades and the bios that I read, those say some things about the person that I'm talking to. But what I like to do is find out what got them there, really. And that's usually what's going on in that big, beautiful brain of yours. And, and what I wanted to find out like right off the bat. So when you get up in the morning, you know, being an entrepreneur, that's super simple, right? Every day, no challenge, just a breeze, a, wake, a walk in the park, right? <laughs> Not even close. I, get, I was a total uh, sarcastic remark. So when you get up in the morning, let's say, you know, there's an arduous task ahead of you. It's something you just don't want to do. What is it that motivates you? What what goes on in that wonderful brain of yours that says, yeah, I got this. No big deal. I'm going to push forward every single day, challenge after challenge. How do you keep that going? Let me tell you, my father's father, he died back in 19, I think, 89, but he was like 94, 96. And so when he was 13 years old, his father got killed. And so he was on his own. It was in the, he was born in the 1890s. And in, in 13 years old, his father got killed. And it was this simple. If you didn't work, you didn't eat. And so he went out on his own. And he told me he worked as a field hand. And they paid him six cents a day to work and then charged them four cents a week to live in the barn. He said that they gave them the pig's feet, the pig's ears, the pig's head, anything they weren't gonna sell. And they had to learn to, to fix it, to make it taste palatable. Did you get that? Now I'm working as a surgical tech at Stormont Vale Regional Medical Center. The phone rings. They said, Ruben, you have a phone call. Now I know that's two things. I, I'm not important enough to have a phone call. I'm not a doctor. So either we won the lottery and, and they're telling me, come home, we ain't gotta work no more or something went wrong. And it was my mom and she said, Reuben, your grandfather, Clyde West is upstairs having congestive heart failure. And she said, on your next break, go up and see him. I said, mom, I don't need a break. I'm gonna go up there right now. And I went upstairs and I could hear the TV playing because my grandfather was hard of hearing. So he had the TV real loud. And I went in there and I said, grandpa, grandpa, it's me, Reuben. Grandpa, and he looked over, he said, what? I said, it's me, and I took off my hat, and I took off my mask, I said, it's me, Reuben. And he said, my, my, my. And I knew that that meant something. See, he said, you work here? And I said, yes, sir, I work downstairs in surgery. And he said, they pay you? I said, yes, sir, Grandpa, they pay me for it. See, Victor Frankl, he was asked, how did people survive the unspeakable cruelty of Nazism? He said three things. Number one, the belief in God. Number two, they had a loved one that they were determined to see. And number three, they had a cause greater than themselves. And then he said something else. Listen to this, Brian. He said, in some ways, suffering ceases to become suffering the moment it has a meaning. Such is the meaning of sacrifice. And mm -hmm. Brian, I believe that day when my grandfather looked over me and he said, you work here? They pay you that all those long, hard days in the field, all those eating the leftovers, all those working as a field and for six cents a day, it transferred that day from suffering to sacrifice. And so I said to myself, if my grandfather could live and work in the field every single day, what excuse do I have? If he could get up and go out there every single day to pass on a legacy so that I can work in the air condition and surgery, there will never be enough. And so what I do is I set a goal that the first 200,000 a year, that's just to make up for what my grandfather was old. Come on, Brian, you got me fired up. What gets me motivated every single day? Somebody sacrificed for me. And if you're listening, somebody sacrificed for you too. And my question is, what are you gonna do with that sacrifice? Mm. Mm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. We appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> that was powerful, buddy. Woo. I've got goosebumps. I'm not kidding. If I could get this jacket off, I could show the goosebumps I got. That was moving. Thank you. Phenomenal. We have people already jumping on. Loving you. Amen, Dr. West. Definitely an original. Michael Freeland. We have Monique Tucker saying hello to Dr. West and Mr. Kelly. And we've got a lot of people just having a lot of fun coming in and joining in on this wonderful evening because of this man right here. Wow, I, I am looking forward to seeing you on stage because, well, I just let something out of the bag, didn't I? So let's talk about, <laughs> you have been through 
quite a journey, a life journey. Uh, I know it included working in the armed forces, you know, serving in the armed forces is a better term and other things that took you to where you are today. Would you mind taking us down that path of including the armed forces plus anything before that, if that's pertinent, all the way up to where you are today and what you're up to now so that people can enjoy this incredible energy of yours? Absolutely. Well, let me tell you right now, it's quite the journey. I believe that sometimes it's not that we're doing anything wrong, is that we're doing something too long. That every once in a while, God gives us an idea to move and we don't move. And so I started in the armed forces when I was a junior in high school. I went to basic training and then I came back, graduated, and I went to my OJT, that's on the job training. And that was in San Antonio, Texas. I became a surgical tech and I loved it. I've never done anything that I did not absolutely love. And so I was working as a surgical tech and I'll tell you what happened, Brian. In 1991 was the Gulf War, 90 and 91. And so our unit got activated. I was the E6 in charge of the operating room. But one of the surgeons said to me, he he said, Staff Sergeant West, I'm going to teach you how to assist because it's not nine to five at war and it's until the patients stop coming. And so I said, sir, whatever I can do to help, please allow me. And so while I was in there, he told me how to assist. He was showing me some things. And I remember that night sitting on my cot and I got this idea. And the idea was when I get back to Topeka, Kansas, which is where I'm from, I want to start the profession of surgical assisting. Now, I know that sounds crazy. I was working on my criminal justice degree at the time, but I believe, I'm not telling you what to believe, but I believe that our ideas are our inheritance. T.D. Jake said, we think in trees, but God blesses us in seeds. And, and here's what I know, Brian, God wouldn't teach us about faith if we weren't going to have to use it. And so I read this book called Chase the Lion, and it said, go after a dream that is destined to fail without divine intervention. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to start that profession. It said, work for the applause, listen to this, of nail-scarred hands. I'm sorry if that offends you, but that's the job I carry. And so in that moment, I said, I'm going to go back to Kansas and start this profession. Now, the only reason I'm saying this is because some of you out there get some amazing ideas. And and, and let me tell you, if you tell your ideas to everybody and they say, that's great, you can do it, that's not the ideas that need divine intervention. Starting a new profession, that needs (laughs) divine intervention. And so when I got back, I told everybody I was going to do it. You know what they said? How can you do that? Like your degree is criminal justice. You could be a PA, you could be a nurse practitioner, you could be another doctor, but there's no way they're going to let you assist without being one of those three. Why wouldn't you just go do one of those three? There's nothing wrong with that. But that wasn't the idea I was given. See, most people, let, let, I'm going to say this, somebody listen to this. Helen Keller said, when one door closes, another door opens. But most of the time, we're so busy looking at the closed door that we don't notice the open one. I want to put something else on there, Brian. Listen to this. <laughs> The open door is opportunity, but the hinge is made out of faith. Come on, somebody, that if you don't have enough faith, it'll never hold the door up. It'll never allow the door to swing open on the hinge. And so the reason most of us don't ever push our limits is because those faith hinges are a little rusty and we need to get some spiritual WD-40 to loosen it up. I'm sorry, I'm not a speaker, I'm a messenger. And so I'm talking to somebody right now that you're going to have to activate your faith if you're ever going to open up those doors for you. Well, it took me 10 years. We did start the surgical assistant profession. We wrote the scope of practice, textbook, job description, and the college curriculum. And we launched the school. That was all in the state of Kansas. Were there other people doing it in other states? Yes, there was. But we were the first ones to do it in the state of Kansas. So I had that whole career. I worked in surgery for 29 years. I'm lifting a patient. I ruptured a disc in my back. The surgeon said, Reuben, you're never going to work in surgery again. No problem. What's my next calling? I'm going to speak to leaders around the world. Now, you might ask yourself, what would make you think that? Well, I didn't come up with it. It was an idea given to me. I never thought I was qualified to speak to leaders around the world. But what I do know is every once in a while, I have to pull out my lubrication can of spiritual WD-40 and lubricate those faith hinges because I'm walking into a new avenue. And so most of us, we don't do it because we're trying to figure out how we're going to do it. People ask me, Ruben, how are you going to speak to leaders around the world? I would say, why would you ask me that? How do I know? I've never done it before. But ask me in a couple of years and I'll tell you how I did it. I've also had a martial arts school for 22 years now. People said, Ruben, that'll never work. There's other martial arts schools here in town. 
and there's other martial arts schools here in town and they know more than you and they've done it longer than you and, and it didn't work for them. How are you going to make it work? And I would say, why would you ask me that? I don't know. It's not my job to know. I just have to have this faith hinge that allow the door to open. And so everything they said I wasn't going to be able to do, I've still done, not because of me, but because I was willing to step out there on faith. Not because of me, but because I did it because I wanted to help someone else. Not because of me, but because every time I thought about quitting, I remembered Clyde West out there in those hot fields with no air conditioning, living in the barn. And I said, how dare you? He sacrificed for you. What are you going to do for his sacrifice? And that one statement kept me going day after day after day. And so now I'm a global speaker. I met with the president over in Burundi, Africa. I met with the vice president over in Guyana. They created the Ruben West Voice of Change Award. I've given to the King of Toro, the First Lady of Burundi, you name it, Les Brown, all over the world, these leaders all over the world. I'm Ruben from Topeka, Kansas. You know what I'm saying? And so sometimes the reason that we don't accelerate the way we should is because we just don't believe quite enough. And here's what I know. Surround yourself with people that believe in you until your belief kicks in. Wow. That I feel like I just went to one of your events and <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to run to the back of the room. Folks are listening. They are taking notes. Tracy Ward said, work for the applause of nail scarred hands. Come on now. I mean, geez. Offense? Offended? No way. That's love right there. I love it. Uh, that is fantastic. Monique Tucker, Don Hopperich, he's a local guy here who supports businesses. He's an amazing guy. Uh, great to see you here, Don. Thanks for coming on. Activate your faith, Sonia Robinson. Thank you. That is absolutely. Oh, look, someone else said the same exact thing. Tracy Ward. Yes. Don't miss the open door trying to get a closed door to open. Mm. Yes. Faith hinge to allow the door to open, be willing to step out on faith. Thank you all for all these great comments. And if you have questions you'd like to ask of Dr. Ruben West, those are also allowed. We will choose them carefully, of course, but definitely uh, thank you for the interaction because that just brings more energy to the show. I don't know if we need more, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, and this is, a, this is very true. Uh, just, it just came in, but uh, Sonia Robinson, surround yourself with people who believe in you until you believe in yourself. And that that can be uh, something that is necessary for some people because mm -hmm. it truly is, isn't it, uh, Dr. Uh, West, isn't it true that, you know, the only person that's truly gonna believe in you is you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate and it's counterintuitive, but those closest to us seem to believe the least in us. And it's not a lack of love, it's just, you know, because they're that close to us, I don't know what it is, relatives, how are you going to do that? Who do you think you are? And then yeah. there are friends that are in the entrepreneur space or those out there that are trying to do the same thing that are there lifting us and pulling us and helping us along. Has that been your experience so far? Yeah. yeah. And let me explain that to you, if I could, Brian. Yeah. People see us in the in a context. See, they see us in a context. So it's like when you go see your grandmother and you're still little Reuben, you know, they see you in a context. They know you in a certain way. And, and everybody, here's what everybody knows, Brian. Everybody knows the facts. Everybody knows the facts. The fact is you were born in a certain place. The fact is you get, have certain parents. The fact is you have a certain economic status. The fact is you have a certain education. The fact is you have certain friends. Those are all facts. And most people, listen to this, Brian, most people get their belief from the facts. I created a program called Change Your Lens, Change Your Life. And I said that you can look at your life through the facts lens, or watch this, you can look at your life through the truth lens. Right. And the facts are physical, but the truth is spiritual. And my favorite book says the truth will set you free. And so even though there's all the facts, the truth was I was destined to create this profession. The truth was I was destined to create the martial arts school. The truth was I was destined to be a global speaker. But I can look at all the facts of why it wouldn't work and have a facts lens. Or I can look at the truth lens, who I was called to be. And once you change your lens, you literally change your life. And so they're not being down on you. They're not saying anything wrong. They're just judging you through the lens of facts. And you need to surround yourself with people who judge you through the lens of truth. They can see something for you that you couldn't even see in yourself. Yeah, exactly. And that's so true. And that's usually the case that, that yeah. takes us and elevates us is that they see something in you that you don't even see yet. Uh, I'm talking yeah. that in general terms. That's uh, phenomenal. 
whoo, baby, this is, uh, I, I had no idea we were going to go to get down this incredible energy ride. I'm having a blast. So many nuggets. I hope people are taking note. Look, I'm running the show. I'm doing it and I'm writing notes. So I didn't ask you to do anything I don't do. In fact, I, that was just one page. This is the other page, the front of it. I've got notes throughout uh, because this guy is an amazing guy, a, a Gulf War veteran from Topeka, Kansas. He's now a global speaker. He's a, a black belt speaker. I love this. Black belt speaking is one of his main seminars that he teaches from stage. I've seen footage. It's amazing. Would you care to talk a little bit about that? Because a lot of people, in my opinion, one of the greatest things anyone can do for their business is speak. Mm. It is one of the most impactful uh, for so many. There's so many reasons we can go on all night. One is you you achieve a greater authority status. It's, it's similar to when you write a book, you, your authority status raises. Speak from stage, it raises even higher. You get personal connection with people, even though they're in the seats down beneath, but during breaks and everything, but still they're there with you, the energy in the room and the authenticity, whether it's there or not, will show up, right? Dr. West, depending on who it is. With you, of course, it is showing up, but with others, we, I, you and I were talking before, we've seen others that don't carry that flag of authenticity too high. So if you wouldn't mind, tell us a little bit about what is the Black Belt Speaking all about? Yeah, so I created Black Belt Speakers because I wanted, number one, I'm a seventh degree Black Belt, so that's how I got the name. But I wanted to help people put the punch in their presentation. So many people would come to me and say, well, Ruben, I'm not a good speaker. Ruben, I'm not a good speaker. And so you know what I'd ask him, Brian? Tell me somebody you think is a good speaker. And they'll list Zig Ziglar or Tony Robbins or Les Brown or Dr. Norman Vincent Peale or T.D. Jakes or Joel Osteen. They list all these people. And I love it. And I said, and I would say, what makes them a good speaker? And they would tell me what they think makes them a good speaker. And then I would say, well, according to what you said, I'm not a good speaker. And they said, Ruben, you're a great speaker. And I said, let me tell you the difference between you and me. You say you're not a good speaker because you don't speak like them. I don't try to, mm -hmm. right? I try to speak like me. And so what separates Black Belt speakers from most other speaker training programs is that I created something specific called the Signature Speaking Style Assessment, which I have some people, I have people take an assessment to tell me, are they a, a motivational speaker? Are they a drill sergeant? Are they a scientific speaker? Are you comedic speaker, you, you know, I got to know what type of speaker you are, because most of the time when we say we're not good, that's because we're judging us based on somebody else who's not like us. And so when I can show them, no, you are a good speaker, you're just a scientific speaker. Now, let me give you an example of what that would be like versus a drill sergeant. Number one, a drill sergeant is going to tell you that, hey, if you want to succeed, if you want to get better in this life, it's not your mom's fault, it's not your dad's fault, it's not your friend's fault, it's your fault. And you've got to get up and you've got to find a way to do it. And so that works unless you're speaking to a women's group. That works unless you're speaking to a battered woman's shelter. And then they, you remind them of that abusive, aggressive person that they're trying to get away from. Right now, you could be a heart-centered speaker and tell them, hey, you know what? that I'll come alongside of you, that I believe in you, that, that I'm right here with you. And if you need some help, we've got people standing by for you. And that works with the right group, but it's not going to work with a high-performance sales team. It's not going to work with a boxer or high-performance athletes. You're not going to babysit them into getting the way they want. And so what happens is when you match your speaking style with the right audience, boom, it's a hit. And then I add certain techniques that every speaker knows. So the first thing I feel like you have to do is we have to figure out what's their signature speaking style. And once they recognize that, then they realize, well, everybody could be a good speaker as long as I understand how I communicate. A scientific speaker, Brian, if, if you walk into a scientific speaker and say, hey, they want you to come out and do a presentation, they're like, whoa, whoa, no, not right now. I got to get my flip chart together. I got my notes together. I got to yeah. read that, right? But the drill sergeant or the motivator, they're ready already. Like, right, let's go right now, right? Because it's just a different style. It doesn't make you good or bad. It's just different. And so what I help people do is put the punch in their presentation, regardless of what their signature style is. That's phenomenal because, yeah, it's it's just like when you're doing business and you're out marketing, you have to market to the right person. Exactly. We call it an avatar or, you know, your um, ideal client. And you want to make sure that there's not a discrepancy between your message and what that person is going to perceive. Exactly. So, yeah, like a, a friend of mine often says, well, if if you're selling dog food, you don't go looking for cat owners. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Kind of an obvious one there, but exactly. uh, 
so that totally makes sense. Like, yeah, if, you, if you're another one, like if you're going to a science type thing, I was the first thing that went to my mind is, well, I'm a stand up comedian. So that probably won't work too well because exactly. they're kind of straight laced. Exactly. Straight laced. <laughs> they want facts and figures and data and information. And so when you give them that, it opens up and then you can inject the humor in there. Yeah. And so if you're holding seminars like Dr. West does, the thing to do is what he's telling you is find out what your style is. Who is your target audience? Who is your perfect audience? Pick one person, a personality, their age, where they live, gender, everything, and then target to that one person. And then those are the people that will fill the seats and they will receive your message at a much greater level than if you just kind of sprinkled it out there and said anybody can come. That's greater. Yep. Yeah. And we're talking to an absolute expert, international speaker. So what are some of the places you've gone to and spoken and what messages have you sent out there? So I've spoken in Dubai. I've spoken in London. I've spoken in Guyana, Kenya, Africa, Uganda, Canada, all over. I mean, Bahrain, Oman, I mean, just all over. And of course, all across the U.S. And and my message is usually simple if I'm coming, unless I'm brought in by a company for a specific message, my message is usually simple. And that is live your best life. See, I always say it's not enough to live life, Brian, and it's not enough to give the live the good life. Your job, your mission, live your best life. And the great thing is only you can define what that means. See, only you can define. I, I can give you the motivation, the inspiration, but but you have to put in the perspiration. And so a lot of times people want to live that life, but but they don't want to put in the work for that life. And, and there's a lot of things that, it, you know, living your best life is costly. Let, let me say that again. Living your best life is costly. And Ruben, when you say costly, what does that mean? There's some things you're going to have to give up. Mm. There's going to be some old versions of yourself that you got to give up. There's going to be some old activities like laziness, procrastination that you're going to give up. There's some people that you're going to have to give up in order to go up. There's a lot of things that you're going to have to give up to live your best life. And so Les Brown said most people fail in life not because they aim too high and miss. Most people fail because they aim too low and hit. Why? Because they weren't willing to give up the things that they needed to give up so that they can go up. So my message Live your best life and do it now. Why? Because you only get one. Come on, somebody. Yes, Sonia is a green. Oh, figure out your speaking style, Rosetta West. Thank you for coming on. Living your best life is costly. That that was a profound statement, and it was interesting. I got goosebumps because, like you said, it means something different for different people. And immediately, I went to what I do for you know my business, and that is helping others. Yeah. And and how dedicated I am to improving someone else's life or being part of, you know, that equation. I'm not saying I improve their life, but I give them that seed to help them grow into something better. Uh, That's really all it is. It's kind of a, you know, the boat's going in this direction and you just give a little tap and now it's going in the correct direction. And that's where I see my role. Uh, Just like, you know, plant the seed. That's all there is to it. And then add, add a little water, get it started and then have them continue to nurture it and grow it. And, uh, you know, let them put the effort in to yeah. us the next step because we can only want it so badly for so many people, but they got to want it themselves. That's that's, that's it. frustrating parts, right? That's it. That's it. And 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 watch this. See, it's interesting because when we come along, we're not your friends. Like we're, we're we would be more like a coach or a guide, right? Um, uh, your friends love you just the way you are. Your coach loves you too much to let you stay the way you are, right? So when I went out for wrestling, my coach was not going to let me be the person that walked on the wrestling mat. He, My friends like, Ruben, you're enough. You're all right. We don't care what size you are. My coach never, ever said that. He said, Ruben, get down. Run those stairs, right? Because they were trying to make us to be something different. And one of, one of the things I found, Brian, is not only – do we have to have the right coach? We have to have the right coach for this season. So when I played football, we had the football coach. Mm-hmm. When I wrestled, we had the wrestling coach. And we did not listen to the football coach during wrestling season. And so, so many people have the wrong coach for this season. Why? Because as we start to take on the new identity of who we were coming, we have to let go of some stuff. But, Brian, watch this. There's always a gap. There's always a gap. My mom, Rosetta West, she just commented whenever she would take us shopping when we were younger, she would never buy clothes that were too small. She would always buy clothes that was a little bit too big. Why? 
there was a gap for what? So we can grow into it. Your next season coach coaches you through the gap to where you need to grow into so that you can perform your next tasks and your next duties. So I think that in order to live your best life, we have to have the right people by our side and the people holding us accountable to where we're going. Oh, thank you for that accountability. That one is one of the most empowering words on the planet is have someone that holds you accountable besides yourself. (laughs) And and the beautiful thing that you can do with this, and I'm talking about everybody listening and watching right now is, you know, ask someone that you know and trust to be your accountability partner. They don't have to be in business. They don't have to do the same thing you do. Just say, "I, I set a goal and I'm going to achieve these things by this date will you please meet with me on a regular basis to make sure I stay accountable? And if I don't, I want you to ride my butt like a coach would. Like, And then tell you what, I will, if you want, I will return the favor. What is it you want to reach? So make it a two-way street. So, you know, if if they get on you pretty hard, well, now you get a turn. So, you know, it'll all spare then. So you kind of balance uh, everything. If you do it with two people, yeah, there's this, oh goodness. I love your next season coach coaches for you the next season. Yes. And uh, that, this is the truest part of what you said, you know, that your coach will not let you stay as you are. Not at all. And another great uh, lesson undertow there is get a coach. Get a coach. Right? If you need a speaker coach right here, if you need personal development, if you need improvement in your mindset, again, right here. Does he have every talent and skill in the world to help you in every area? No, no human on the earth does. Will he hook you up with somebody who does? Absolutely. I'm guessing yes. He's already nodding before I got that out. That is why I bring on people like this wonderful gentleman, because we have like minds, like values. We're very congruent, and we love to serve people. He loves to serve people. If you can't tell that by now, whoo. Oh my goodness. And that that's what I love about being an entrepreneur and walking the entrepreneur life. It is not for everybody. It is not for everybody. I was totally kidding when I said it was super easy. There is nothing I've ever done that's harder. I came from the corporate world as well. And the only thing is once I learned about this thing called entrepreneurship in my mid forties, I didn't know this existed. And I started going to these seminars. I thought, I feel like I'm with my family and I've never met these people before. I feel like I'm in the right spot. No wonder I struggled and this dislike. I did not enjoy everything I did in corporate at all. I I wanted out. I wanted out and I thought this is all there is to life. I just got to write it out, retire and then die. It's like, man, this is not a good life. (laughs) Right. And then when I hit my 40s and learned about this a lot, oh. Katie, bar the door. It was everything. Pedal to the metal, nonstop, 12, 13 hours a day to this day. And guess what? I love what I get to do. Love it. It's a privilege. Exactly. And it's a responsibility. I take it on as a responsibility to improve my business so I can serve and help more people. Indeed. If I don't, then I, I consider that everything I'm doing a failure. I, know I put that much uh, credence into it. So, and I know you're the same way. You're an amazing, amazing man, man. I'm just like gush. It's like a bromance over here. Sorry, bro, but this is a. Uh, I'm loving everything. I can't wait till you go on the road, literally again, and and start speaking. Come out, come out to California, man. I'll be there. Indeed. I can't wait uh, to meet you in person. Uh, you're just such an amazing guy. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce your first name, Sicone. I hope. Prince, Dr. West will challenge you to be the best version of yourself. Yes. Yes. Get a coach, Tracy Ward. Yes, absolutely. Phenomenal, phenomenal thing. So that is one of the things you do. You also said uh, earlier you went to another land, and I have it in my notes, live your best life. Mm-hmm. And that was, what, just recently, last year that you were in, uh, was it Nairobi? Nairobi, yeah. I did my Live Your Best Life Nairobi event. I had another one scheduled for this July. Of course, the corona took care of that for now. It's holding us down, but it's not keeping us out. So the minute we can go back, we're going back. And my message for them was the same, that, that they had to live their best life and they had to do it now because they only got one. And I got a chance to feature some excellent speakers while I was there. So not only do I put these events on so that I can go speak, but it's a great way for me to allow other people to introduce what they have to an audience or to a country that would have never otherwise heard of them. You're inspiring the holy bejeebers out of me, I'll tell you. Uh, I just I can't wait to get back on stage myself after having this chat with you. I can imagine how amazing of a speaker coach you are. And I'm not doing this to promote you or anything like that. This is authentic. I'm feeling it. I think you are amazing. And I appreciate you spending the time with us tonight. And it's not – look, I get the most benefit out of these shows. I'm going to be brutally honest. I learned. Yes. 
yeah, I, I am so blessed to be able to share you, but right now you're mine. I, I, you're mine. Nobody else, though. I, I learned so much from my guests that come on, and oh, my gosh, your energy is off the top. I love it. I love it. So, yeah, I'm just looking at my notes that you – I got writer's cramp before we even came on. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. What I wanted to do is you're a doctor, and I asked you this before the show. Would you mind sharing – what you are a doctor in so that people can kind of put the pieces together and understand, aha, now I see why. My PhD is in positive neuropsychology through the American Graduate University of po Positive Psychology. And honestly, when I, when I did the training and the studying, it wasn't because I wanted to be a professor. It wasn't because I wanted to work at the school. It was because I wanted to make the greatest impact at my events in the shortest amount of time. So my events run Friday evening, Saturday all day, Sunday. And so I have a short amount of time to get the, the, the people there and to create an impact. And so I knew that the, the more training I had, the more likely I would be able to accomplish that. And so sometimes that's what we have to do is we have to prepare ourselves ahead of time for the mission that we know we want. And so for me, that was very, very, very important for me. And not only do I do it just when I'm at my live events, I just do it one-on-one -on -one when I meet people. I just try to connect with them and allow them to see something different about themselves. And watch this. The best way to do that is to allow myself to be the vessel. Now, watch this, Brian, to allow myself to be the vessel. Now, I'm, I'm saying that. I told you I'm not, I'm not a speaker. I'm a messenger, and I got a message for somebody right now, so I'm going to share it because I have to be obedient. There's certain people out there right now that you, you have been given the opportunity to be the vessel, but you talk yourself out of it at the last minute. Let, let me give you an example of this. Have you ever been walking by somebody and, and they're holding a cup and they, they want some change or they got a little sign? You say, you get this idea, I'm going to give them some money. Remember I told you, I believe our ideas are our inheritance. And so you say, I'm going to give them a couple of bucks. There's nothing wrong with that. I commend you. And then you open up your wallet or you open up your purse and you start flipping through. You have no change and you have no singles. I'm going to say that again. You have no change and you have no singles. And so since you don't have a couple of bucks, you walk right on by, not knowing that that the creator is good enough to give you a return on your blessing for a five. Your creator is good enough to give you a return on your blessing for a 10. But because you don't have two singles or some change, you walk right by that person. Well, it's not costing them, it's costing you. My favorite book says, be careful how you entertain strangers. You might be entertaining angels unaware. That mm -hmm. was your opportunity to throw the boomerang out. And you know what? What goes around does what? It comes around. That was your opportunity to bring it right back around, but because you didn't have singles, you didn't do it. I heard a song that said, what if God was one of us? Just a stranger on the bus trying to make his way home. Every once in a while, we get an opportunity to expand who we are, and we miss the opportunity because it didn't come in the right denomination. Be careful of that. Oh, my. This is, this is off the charts. This is amazing. I mean, so many memories came back of times when I would pass somebody by to other times where I would stop and literally pray with homeless couple in the parking lot and give them more than a five just because I felt I felt it. You know, God was telling me, help these people out. And I felt that that wasn't enough, but it was what I was driven to do at that moment. You know, twenty dollars uh, just said, do you mind if I pray with you? And would it be OK with you if I gave you a little bit of money? I didn't want to be presumptuous. I didn't know. I mean, right. you could, right. the, the way they looked. One would presume they had no money. I didn't know for sure, but but there have been many other times. I'm not just here to pat myself on the back where I'd see somebody and they they look like they could use some help, and I'd just pass them by without a thought. And so, yeah, that that's that's powerful. I'm going to think harder about it each and every time from this point forward. We just have quite a bit of homeless in the area that are everywhere, yeah. and you see the same people over and over. And I told my wife. If I see someone that's actually doing something, like we'll see someone strumming a guitar and singing, they don't have to be talented. They're working or right. someone's juggling. That's when, you know, I'm pulling, I'm, I'm pulling out my wallet and reaching out the car window and saying, God bless you, brother. Keep it up. Yeah. But those that are just sitting there doing nothing and they're, you know, holding the sign. Yeah. They're out in the heat and they're not in a great place, but yeah. I just, and, and I'm not, and I'm not telling people that you should, I'm saying that there's times where you're divinely inspired. Yeah. Yes. Like you went in your wallet. You opened up your purse because you got the idea and you were going to do it. But because the denomination wasn't right, you didn't do it. And my question to you was, where did that idea to give come from? 
right. I our ideas are our inheritance. So I'm not saying every person you meet. I'm saying when it's the divinely inspired and you yeah. know when that is. Yes. Isn't that amazing? And it's such a, mm, it's, it's such a blessing. It's, it's wonderful. It's like, thank you for using me. Right. Exactly. Thank you for thinking of me right now to help this person. Yes. I know where it came from because you know, of us left our own accord. We're not going to think that stuff unless we oh. truly have faith and we believe. Yeah. The creator is good enough to give you a return on your giving. And here's the thing I like, I, I just think about this way. It's like, I don't give in order to get, and I'm not saying that Tracy said that, or you said that it's just, I always try to give without expecting anything in return. You know, depending on, you know, if I'm investing my money, I want something back. Don't oh, get me wrong. Sure. That's an investment. That's not a blessing. That's an exactly. investment. Yeah. You should expect a return. <laughs> yeah. But, or don't do it. That's you're doing it for the whole wrong reason. But here's what I, here's what I would say, Brian, most of us give with nothing expected in return, but just because you give without anything expecting in return, doesn't negate the principle give and it shall be given unto you. Right. Goes around comes around. I like to call it the karma cafe. You get served what you deserve. And so, but here's how you do it. I keep a blessing book. I keep a blessing book and I have an app on my phone, uh, the gratitude journal. And, mm. and, and what I do is I keep track of all the time people give to me and I'm just blown away with how much I receive. I'm blown away. But if you don't keep track of it, if you don't write it down, you won't realize that, man, all this time I've been sowing over here, I've been reaping over here and I didn't even realize it. It doesn't say give and you shall get back from the same source. No, it just says give. You don't have to expect nothing back, but it's going to come back. How do you know? That is the law. I took. I bet if I let go of this cup, I bet it would fall because that's the law. That's the law of gravity. It's going to fall. Well, guess what? It's a principle. When you throw out the boomerang, if you do it with the right of reflection right and we give with the right heart it's going to come back to us yes i think you know her don't miss your opportunity to be a vessel that is a blessing to others rosetta west and then we have another west in the house robert west success never goes on sale you have to pay full price up front and in advance are you ready to be successful fantastic like and then this is the topic right now given it shall be given unto you fantastic and here we have a question here and i was curious uh let me find that no problem that i love it man. this stuff is flying in so quickly well one was basically how do you what do you do to make that transition there it is success never goes on sale. that's not it don't miss your opportunity to be a blessing there are so many in here this is fantastic i i, I was like i'm gonna bring this one up and it was basically there it is what mindset shifts did you have to make from working for someone to becoming an entrepreneur? This is a common theme and question that I get as well. Uh, you know, cause it, getting out of that corporate life can be daunting for many reasons. And what mindset shifts did you go through? Did you have to make uh, Dr. West to achieve that, to become an entrepreneur and break those shackles? Love it, higher level of service. See, mm -hmm. uh, see, number one, I told you, I've never done a job that I didn't love. So even when I did it, I was always doing my best because I loved what I was doing. And, and most people think they can slack off at being an employee and then elevate themselves when they become an entrepreneur. It doesn't work because you cannot consistently be who you are not. So your goal is to give your best all the time. Render under Caesar, unto Caesar. What is Caesar? Your goal is to do your best all the time. Now, when you come up, you become an entrepreneur, that's already your standard. Now, when you become an entrepreneur, you have to know why you're becoming an entrepreneur. Watch this. When I started that martial arts school, my degree was criminal justice with emphasis on juvenile corrections. And I thought, man, if I could help these kids before I ever, before they ever get in trouble, I could keep them from getting in trouble. Do you see? I wanted to give. I wanted to serve. The reason that I became, a, I said I'm going to start the surgical assistant profession it's because I saw doctors standing there hours after hours after hours after hours, and it didn't matter the patient's race, it didn't matter their religion, it didn't matter their background, they served. And in the hospital, normally, 
well, the techs go to break, the nurses go to break, they go to lunch and, and, and all that. And I said, shouldn't they have someone that's right there with them the whole time, no matter what? Yes. And watch this. I am that someone. I should be there to serve. My idea was to serve. When I go to speak, it's to serve the audience. When I teach speaking, it's to serve the person I'm speaking to or, or coaching. And so the whole mindset that you have to shift is you have to have to you have to shift to the mindset of service. Now, here's the problem, Brian. Most of the time, we can't make the shift because when we were an employee, every hour we worked, we got paid. And we didn't even do anything until we got paid. We are like, wait a minute, I can't do that until I what? Clock in. And then, wait a minute, I can't go do that because I already what? Clocked out. Well, let me tell you, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, sometimes free work is the key work that you're going to have to give it away first. You're going to have to make them sample it, taste it, touch it, feel it. And then when you take it away, they want it back. Listen to this principle. Don't work to make your presence known. Work to make your absence felt. When you give them the service and you provide it, great. This guy came over and cut our grass, but he didn't just cut the grass. He trimmed the trees. He did the bushes. He got the pine coals out and all this stuff. And I said, sir, um, let me pay you extra. He said, no, no. I just wanted to show you the level of service I provide when I call. Well, I want to put you on retainer. I need you every single time. And when he couldn't make it, guess what? I felt it. Don't <laughs> work to make your presence known. Work to make your absence felt. And so when you go into entrepreneurship, you got to know that there's things that you were paid to do, but there's also things you were made to do. And it has to be a calling. <laughs> one more thing I got to say that a lot of times what keeps people from becoming an entrepreneur, listen to this. This is good. Write this down. The illusion of security robs you of your ambition. Yes. The illusion of security robs you of your faith. Remember, I told you that 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 door is the opening. That's another opportunity. But the hinge is faith. And when we put all of our security in the job that we have, then we feel like we don't need faith. Well, that really bottomed out right here in this coronavirus pandemic. A lot of people lost their job. And you know what they never developed? was their faith. And so faith is like a muscle. And if you don't build it, when it comes time to use it, you're not going to have it. I'm sorry, Brian. I just get so hyped. I, I, I do. I do. I love this stuff. You never have to say I'm sorry to me, brother. I'll tell you, uh, the illusion of security, oh my goodness, robs you of your faith. So that is true, not only today in the coronavirus era where we're going through, where a lot of people lost their jobs, that hit me. Uh, personally, my very first, uh, second job out of college, uh, layoff wave came, and they, my boss said my butt was hanging out the door, and he helped me revise my resume, literally. So then, rather than wait for the hatchet to fall, he suggested I look for another job somewhere else. I mean, what a great, he was a great guy. Yeah. So I did, and I found another place. A year and a half later, exact same thing happened, and I thought, there is no security. I there had no, no security. My illusion was gone. That's why I said the illusion of security. Exactly. There's no real security. It's the illusion of security. Yeah. And because of that illusion, most people never step out. See, I didn't have an illusion of security. I wanted to start the martial arts school. I didn't have an illusion of security. I wanted to start the surgical assistant profession. I didn't have an illusion of security. I want to be a global speaker. I didn't have an illusion of security. I want to start black belt speakers. I didn't have an illusion of security. I wanted to be a property investor. Like my security comes from the fact that I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I'm never going to be the person that starts talking about somebody shoulda, woulda, coulda. It doesn't matter. I told you, Brian, six cents a day. Four cents a week to live yeah. in the barn. I come excuseless, whatever it takes. Prince yo, I met this gentleman. What a beautiful, beautiful man uh, at a seminar, gosh, probably five years ago or so. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, I love it too. Make your absence felt. That is an amazing, amazing line. You're, you're like a quote machine. I love it. There are things you are paid to do. Some things you are made to do. Yes, yes. And everything we were just talking about. Thank you, Kim. Tracy Ward, uh, Sonia Robinson. I Kim everybody tuning in today. Thank you. Yeah, phenomenal. Oh, here's a good one. We are excuseless, Tracy Ward. That's very powerful as well. No excuses, whatever it takes. Yeah, everyone's jumping on the excuse train. I love it. Faith is like a muscle. You must exercise it. Yes, yes. That's your. You say that's your mom? That's my mom right there. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Now we see where all the this came from. Thank exactly. you, Rosetta. Yes. I'm sure you know it. What a blessing to have a mom like Rosetta. Woo, sweetness. I love it. <laughs>
she the apple didn't fall far, far from the tree did it or maybe oh. you're you're helping to teach her as well because it goes both ways uh i learned and, and that's this is actually an important point my my mentor my first true mentor by age could literally be my son he's mm-hmm. 18 years my junior and he's he's an amazing guy he's the one i worked with at a seminar industry became his lead trainer for two years from stage and i learned more from this young man than anyone in my life up to that point. And this is starting at mid mid forties. So I don't care age, gender, race, none of it ever has had any decision-making power on me other than what are your results? You know, what kind of person are you? Do you have authenticity and character like Dr. Ruben West? I mean, instant friend, the second we started talking, just listening to this, this amazing man right before we came on the show. This is the kind of people, this is the kind of person you want to hang out with. We've yeah. talked about it a little bit. He did. You know, you want to hang out with the people that are going to lift you up, that are going to propel you, and but always be respectful and know that we can only help so far, and you have to pick it up and put the work in. It yeah. takes work. I mean, you said another thing that's another lesson. Ten years sure. to get. Yes. Ten years, ladies and gentlemen. How many of you are willing to invest ten years to achieve your dream? Right. Not many. I, I know that. I mean, yeah. the odds are, I mean, not most won't go five years. They won't go five years. Some, some are lucky to get to one year and then they give up. It's like, you're, you're just starting. Get, get back in there. And they don't understand that what you're building is yourself. See, in the, I, I often look back and I remember with my friends who helped us start the profession. And I said, man, do you know if we would have got this money way back then, we probably would have killed ourselves or something like that. You know what I'm saying? We just yeah. have the maturity or the wisdom. And so what's happening is the creator is not sitting there thinking, man, I don't know if I can help Ruben do this. No, he's saying, I'm allow Ruben to build himself. And then when he's ready, I'm going to let his faith open the hinge on that, be the hinge that opens that door. And so a lot of times we never put in the work because we feel like it's taking too long. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. You can't take food out of the oven before it's done because it's taking too long, right? When will a baby walk? When it walks, right? And so we just got to be there for the process. Man, and here, you're an amazing mom. I definitely learned from my son. I am just like a sponge soaking up what I can. I can imagine. I mean, what a, what a wonderful place it must be to be in that household, especially growing up. How phenomenal. I mean, I can see this energetic little Reuben West running around. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was, too. <laughs> awesome. Oh, my God, brother. It's it's quitting yeah. time. It's never quitting time. It's time to wrap up the show. But before we do, I have one one question that I ask every guest expert that comes on the show. Sure. It's uh, it's kind of deep. It's it is personal, but not yeah. in a not in a, you know, a bad way it's just it's personal because it's unique to you that's how it's personal Uh, but before i do that i promised everyone who stayed on live to the end which we do have a good number sticking it out thank you for coming on how to win that five night stay at the five star luxury resort compliments of our pals at the big insider secrets you now have our permission to go ahead and grab that modern device called the cell phone open up your messaging app and i'll put it up on the screen for those of you watching and what you want to do is in the area where you would choose the person type in their name instead type in this phone number type in 661-535-1624 and then where you would actually type in the message you know along with your emojis just keep the emojis out of it just type in the word peak p-e-a-k Tap on the little send icon and you will be entered instantly to win a five night stay at a five star luxury resort. One more time, real quick. The phone number is 661-535-1624 and type in the word peak, P-E-A-K. Send that off and we will pick a winner and announce it here on Facebook. And we're all over on YouTube, LinkedIn, Periscope, Twitch, everywhere we can possibly spread the word and get amazing people like Dr. Ruben West's message to all of you. I mean, the value has been off the charts. Oh, and one more thing, you have a gift as well. Yes. And why don't we uh, real quickly show people what that is and how to go grab it. So let me pull that up on the screen as you describe what it is. Sure. So one of the things I, I believe is what keeps most of us from taking action is it the inner critic, that voice inside our head. And so I put together this program called Silencing the Inner Critic. It helps you silence that voice inside your head. And then 
create a powerful affirmation. Now, this is part of my coaching program, part of my training program, but I'm going to get it away, give it away for free. So all you have to do is go to my website, like it says right there, rubenwest.com, scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page. And when you get to the bottom of the page, there'll be a thing where you can download right there, download the inner critic free training. It's the same one I give out to my clients but that I work with. It's very, very powerful. And all I ask is when you, when you do it, just share it with me. Go to my Facebook page and share your new affirmation or, or send me an email or send me a message through my website. I would love to know what you created through this program. Fantastic. So again, that's rubenwest.com, R-U-B-E-N-W-E-S-T.com. For those of you listening on the podcast, for those of you watching the recording, just type that in there, scroll all the way to the bottom, click on that big, beautiful blue button that says free training download and get started and get connected. And on that note, what is the best way for folks to connect with you? Um, is it Facebook? Yeah, yeah, they can connect me right on Facebook. It's Ruben West, just the name you see right there. If you connect with me, send me a private message. Even if we're not friends, I always check uh, my um, messages for the people who are trying to reach me. So if you want to reach out to me, by all means, please do. And if you, for whatever reason, can't find them by typing in Ruben West, here's the URL on the screen. Facebook.com forward slash Ruben.West.56. Ruben.West.56. So don't go anywhere because we are ready to close out the show with what I like to call a zinger. This is going to be amazing. I cannot wait to see and hear what this amazing guy has to say about this one question. And so here's the thing, uh, and I could tell you have you're, you're not even worried in the least, and you shouldn't be because of of who you are. The thing is with this question, there is no such thing as a wrong answer. It's impossible. Absolutely can't answer it incorrectly. In fact, the opposite is true. The only correct answer is your answer. That's right. what makes it personal. I love it. So some will take some time to ponder. Some will get it immediately. It's not a competition. Whatever happens with you happens with you. It's perfectly right because it's you. Yeah. So with that, Dr. Ruben West, how do you define success? I define success by the mark you leave. I heard a quote that said the only mark some people will leave on this earth is the words etched on their gravestone. And for me, being able to impact other people's lives, being able to bring out their greatness, being able to show them something possible that they never even thought possible, to me, that's the definition of success. And we should do that with every single person we meet. When I wake my son up in the morning, I get in his ear and I say, you're full of greatness and possibility. 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 I have him stand in front of the mirror and say, you're full of greatness and possibility. Now it's not me saying it to him, but him saying it to himself. I just want to leave that mark on him because there's going to come a time in his life where he's going to see that big door. And it can swing open to new opportunity. And he's got his 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 hinge. That has to be his faith. And what I want him to hear is his dad saying, Robinson, you're full of greatness and possibility. And so my goal is to coach the people that I work with. When I speak to people, give them the message that no matter what, they're full of greatness and possibility. And their job is not just to live life. Their job is not just to live the good life. Their job is to live their best life. And you know what I'm going to tell them? Do it now. Why? Because you only get one. Making an impact on somebody's life. That's how I define success. My, my, my. This is just the most amazing show I have had ever. And I don't want to sell any of my previous guests short. This is phenomenal. Dr. Ruben West, you have been such a blessing, not just to me, but everyone who's watched, who, who gets to listen to this afterward or watch it afterward. Uh, this is going to be spread far and wide. We're on 25 different podcast platforms, Roku, Amazon, Fire TV, everywhere we can possibly spread the message of value and how to achieve success, not just in life, but in your personal life as well. And you just hit every mark that there was to hit. I can't say how much I appreciate you. Uh, my gosh, we're still getting comments in. We don't have time for them. I'm sorry. We have to We have to let this man go. It's getting late there where he lives. And uh, I want to respect his time as well because uh, he deserves it. You know, this is a man that deserves respect. He's done a lot. Uh, he's, he's He doesn't just 
talk the talk. He's obviously walking the walk. And look for him, get connected with him, find out when he goes to speak on stage. Watch some of the clips that are on his website. You'll see the energy that he brought tonight. Imagine this guy standing up. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes, I got I got pulled in. So I appreciate you, uh, Dr. West. Thank you so much. My gosh. I, I want this to go another two hours, but we'll we'll just do this again another time. Indeed. Thank you so much, my my friend. I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And for everybody watching, I appreciate, and so does Dr. West. We appreciate all of your interaction, your comments, even if you watch silently. Glad you came on. I'm sure you got a lot of value from this wonderful gentleman. On behalf of this amazing man, Dr. Ruben West, I am Brian Kelly, the host of the Mind Body Business Show. And until next week, we will see you again. Be blessed, everyone. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is Brian Kelly.